Ladies and gentlemen, just a quick announcement before we start today's episode. I do have some upcoming tour dates, so you have a chance to come see me live doing stand-up comedy. You can come see me March 17th at Wiley's Comedy Club. Then, a week later, I'll be at Bricky's Comedy Club on March 24th. And then in April, April 21st, I'm at the Enon Winery. Tickets for that show goes on sale next month. You can get tickets for all other shows at reallydumbmedia.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Morning Woods Podcast. Thanks for watching. I appreciate you guys for being here today in studio, live. I have two very special guests with me. I've been doing shows with these guys all weekend. I'm so glad that they came down to Dayton. Two guys from Louisville. These guys are big hitters. They're going to be doing some big stuff in comedy in the next next couple of weeks, actually. So I hope that they talk about it with you today. But we have Will McKenzie and Brad Lanning. What's up, fellas? Dude, thanks for coming, man. What what is up with you guys? How was the how was the journey to Ohio? It was easy, man. We we took it slow. We left kind of early, about one o'clock. It's, yeah. You know the GPS says it's like a two and a half hour drive, but I mean I drive like a little old man. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got here in four hours, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like next time we're leaving at noon. Yeah. Was, I've just seen too many crashes on the side of the road. I'm just like, you know what? I know I'm it. Just, I mean, Tim Northern told me that when I first started. Uh, doing comedy he was like just let it take how long it takes to get there yeah dude just build it in. yeah there's been times where i've been like on a rush to get somewhere and then i just bomb oh, for God. 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like what well, no one was here yeah. i'm like first of all they didn't even give me my 40 dollars. i don't know what the hell is gonna... like yeah. yeah that happens too though i think sometimes you just gotta let yourself be in the moment kind of just chill in it right yeah. yeah i mean just having i mean a couple hours to just decompress from from driving and you know yeah just getting your bearings like where's the club where are we going what time do we need to leave let's yeah. get you know try to get your set together I mean, will and i are both notorious procrastinators mm. as far as like getting the sets together with <laughs> just like man it's just it's just how we do it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like to be rushed though i think i was just telling him like i have to, i liked when i'm like getting to the club and i just just get there maybe 15 minutes before the show and then yes. I'm like rushing. I don't know. It just feels like I have to. You have to. You have no option now. You have to do this. No, I can uh, I can relate to that. Yeah, I can relate to that. Diamond, not, diamonds make pressure. When I was in college, I would always write my papers and read all the material like a night or two before the exam. It's mm-hmm. called crunching. Yeah. But like that, that being under pressure and just knowing that it's coming, I would just like yeah. somehow absorb it all and figure it out and... I think I'm I'm good like that on stage too, uh, maybe in the same way that you are. But I, I feel like if if there's a situation where I'm being challenged, mm-hmm. I feel like I got to push a little bit harder. And that pressure that I'm nervous about beforehand, usually yeah. after the show, I'm like, well, that actually went pretty well. Right. I kind of just kind of you, when you push through it and try to figure out a way to fight around it, it does usually work in your favor. Yeah. They say like when you are like studying for a test, it's best if whatever state that you're studying in. That's the way you should take the test. And so, for example, if you were studying drunk, yeah, then you should take the test drunk. Yeah. Or like if you're now you if you smoke should, or yeah, if you smoke yeah. during when you're studying, you're supposed to be like or be high when you're taking the test. Yeah, that's that's like how your body. Was the bong away? Like, <laughs> that's how my whole life has been. <laughs> that's bong. how my whole life has been. People like don't recognize me. I like took my license picture after I smoked, and they're like, "Hey, that's not you. Are you, sh- are you sure?" I'm like, "Man, I kind of just I got forced into it, so now I got to do it every day." Yeah, I took it. I looks at your picture. He's like, "Step out of the car." <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm okay right now. 
I take my driving test drunk because I was drunk when I was yeah, yeah. learning how to drive. Yeah, the cops like get out of the car. I'm like, one second, I sneak down and do a shot. And he's like, oh, that's you. That's you. Go ahead. Have Hell a nice day. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, the DUI laws and stuff like that, Will told me yesterday that you guys are a little more uh, lenient in, in Louisville because it's like a town where a lot of people drink, so it's kind of part of the culture. It is bourbon country. Yeah. Statistically, you guys have less DUIs than almost everybody in America, right? Yeah, it's it's up to leniency. Due to leniency, yeah. I'm not. I'm just guessing. That no, that's, but that is, no, that maybe is what it's it is. Great drivers. Maybe there's great drivers in no, Louisville. No, 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 no. There's shitty drivers, but. That's what I was telling him. I saw an article. I don't know. It was it was like Louisville had some of the best drivers in the country, like rated. Really? And it was because they added a lot of factors, and one of them was that you know there wasn't a lot of DUIs. But there's not a lot of DUIs because the cops are cool down there. Yeah, because <laughs> they're cool, dude. Because <laughs> they're cool. Because <laughs> they're sick. Shout out to Louisville. Yeah, police. dude. Uh, I think if you're leaving the Kentucky Derby, you pretty much have to drive through somebody's house. <laughs> that's how bad because there's so many people and there's so few police I got friends who I've never seen not drunk yeah. wow. like, I don't know what they like sober it's you know? just part of the culture after 5pm they yeah. just that's what you do yeah, yeah. bourbon is definitely a fixture in many households <laughs> dude many marriages dude I uh <laughs> Yeah, I was doing a show with the caravan and I shouted out something. I was like, they were yelling at me and I was like, you guys are all drunk on whiskey. And they were like, they got mad at me. They were like, no, it's bourbon. Yeah. They were like, do not say that. That's I was like, what is the difference? It's Kentucky, uh, right? One of Kentucky the whiskey. Yeah. One of the differences bourbon, I think it has to be produced in Kentucky, right? In a, no, pro- in a barrel, right? I think that was, I think, I think that was uh, like, I don't know, just kind of miss it. Misinterpreted like year, for years that Kentucky was the only place that could have bourbon, but uh, it's the only no place. bourbon can be made anywhere. Uh, What's just, the process? The you don't want bourbon from Arizona, like man. Arizona bourbon, fifty-one percent corn or something. I, I, I'm not sure what. It you got to be a man to drink it. <laughs> I just drink it. I don't really. I'm not. I have any plans to make a mountain you, still. Like, <laughs> like you drank it. Your dad drank it. His dad drank yeah. it. You guys have been drinking it for a long time. Yes. It's kind of all stayed within about the same three brands. Yeah, it's a it's a rite of passage yeah. at this point, to yeah. be honest. Like, there's one thing the landings know is a, a good value in a bourbon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Like, I mean, I come from a long line of cheap old dudes. So yeah, like, dude. Back bourbon. in the day, I used to drink the stuff called Kentucky Gentleman. Oh. You guys know that? Yeah. Oh boy. I mean, that's not one that. What a poorly didn't named mean drink. To disrespect you. Yeah. I was just bringing it up. Okay? Yeah. No, 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 I wasn't accusing you of having it on your shelf. No, you just you better have some Coca-Cola. Yeah. Oh, something, dude. I remember a lot of bad nights, you know? Yeah. Something. Kentucky's gentleman. It's not adequately named either, because you're not a gentleman after you drink too no, so much yeah. of that. Yeah. No, Should have been called Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> <laughs> Kentucky Tantrum. <laughs> yeah. Kentucky Tantrum, exactly, dude. Yeah, drink a four loco and a couple of shots of Kentucky gentlemen, dude. <laughs> Find yourself in the police station. Yeah. Oh man. They're kicking you out of the gentleman's club. Yeah. That's how we do it. percent they're kicking you out of the gentleman's club. <laughs> you are no gentleman when you're on Kentucky gentlemen, dude. That's a rule of thumb right there. Yeah, man. This is cool. Um I'm I'm glad you guys came down, man. Um what what are some of the differences you guys notice? I mean, is this pretty much the same thing as Kentucky as Louisville or like 
Why the people different up here? What's some of the stuff you guys noticed being in Ohio? Still kind of throwing you off a little I don't know, bit. We noticed a lot of tension last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Not in the club. The club is all love. It was beautiful. What happened after? What happened after the show? Uh, we <laughs> so we were at a a, a bar. Or I don't want to give the name of it. That's yeah, okay. we're not gonna give. I don't even remember the name of it. So you, can tell, gonna, you can say. I don't. It. Rem- I really don't, don't remember. remember the name of it. You guys were in the Oregon though. It was in the Oregon district, okay. and uh, we we're getting there. Yeah, they had TVs. We were looking for TVs to watch the UK game, and uh, this uh, large group of black people. There was a large like group of black people that were eating and drinking, and we walked in, and then all of a sudden, I think the staff. Said that somebody didn't pay their bill. Right, there was like a check missing. Yeah, or and then they were like, "No, we fucking paid our Don't bill," and it turned it. up immediately. It went from zero to hundred. Yeah, and they were like, "You racist bitch!" Oh shit! <laughs> I was like, oh, and I was like the only other black dude in the establishment. Everybody else was white, so I didn't know who. Was, I did't know if I had an obligation to. Do you get pissed too? They were know? like, "Are you with them? He's just late. And we're gonna see him. We're gonna go ahead and seat him. This is the missing check." Yeah, right? like, <laughs> and we were really trying to get the UK game on for Will. They're playing Vanderbilt in the SEC tournament. And, yeah, uh, we asked like a member of the staff, and he's like, "I'll be right with you, sir." The next thing we know, the entire staff of the restaurant is over there <laughs> dealing with these folks, like, and like, there's some people madder than others. It was like a like one of the one of the. I would say matriarchs of the group. She was like, hey, "Everybody, cool out. We're gonna figure out what happened." Yeah. <laughs> like and then it just like DS, but it like escalated yeah, so quickly. Quick. It was yeah, like she's like, "Oh yeah, we'll figure this out." And then but, it was I mean, good. It was That's good. Like, they had like five tables. Yeah. You know, there was probably. I mean, it was full blown yelling. Like yeah. it was like yeah, it took up the whole restaurant or bar or whatever with this altercation. I mean, when you have that many people and you're short staffed, you know, there's gonna be mistakes made. That's the kind of stuff that happens, but. Yeah, they were probably just mad because they didn't tip. For being honest, they they, they, they didn't tip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the views of this podcast are expressed by Johnny Woods. This podcast was made in March. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you did it last month, that's disrespectful. There's no way I would do it in February. Out of respect, no, I love we, my people. Uh, we were trying to get that UK game on, and like the staff, I mean, they, what were they? Twenty minutes before they even came. Yeah, back they were like trying to get the game back. Yeah, on? they were like decompressing yeah. from this argument. And I was like, all, like in the back yeah, of the kitchen talking. There's like no staff even on the floor at yeah. all. And like we're sitting there watching a game we don't want to watch, and, and then the guy brings the remote out and he's like cycling through the SEC networks. That's what the yeah. Game's on. And they didn't have it available, but they had the number where you could call and order it. And wow. I, I was like. I think you should throw a fit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you racist. We're never gonna get them to order a new he said, "This is it." The waiter was like, "He was like, yeah, they couldn't remember my name, so they called me White Boy." <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, that's a term of endearment in that's the black classic, community." Yeah, you know what I mean? Dating etiquette. That's yeah. what we do here. I was I mean, a white boy were, yeah, for some time growing up. Kentucky. I mean, I was I was one of the white boys. I could go to one of my friends' yeah. houses. Sister be like, like Steven, your white friends here. <laughs> so so white in Kentucky, boy. you guys just don't see a lot of like public outrage or like what was uh you know what I mean? It was just kind of th- uh, threw you off a little bit. Uh, no, I don't think it was just interesting. I mean, I've was, yeah, seen stuff just a like fun that. Time. Yeah, I don't know if there's Dayton to me is a little bit different. Than like other cities in Ohio, I think. I mean, it's like damp, dark, and lonely. Yes, it is. No, it is though. I've always <laughs> dating. Well, we had a great time here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, come back to <laughs> the other people are cool. It's just like Wiley's, yeah, Wiley's is great. Yeah, yeah. that's the best part. But when you Dayton, go into Dayton, it's just like 
Yeah. yeah. It's rough. If you don't know people, you're just yeah, sort of sitting like, in your hotel and Yeah. Yeah. I now Cincinnati is different. Cincinnati is I think that's where they make white people in Cincinnati. Yeah. That's like with mustaches. Yeah, that's what they distribute. Like, yeah, like, yeah, they distribute the flannels, the mustaches, yeah, everything. the gauge earrings, the van shoes. The they, yeah, the beards. They all do come from Cincinnati. That's yeah. true. <laughs> I still have my receipt for yeah. all my stuff. I got my mustache around here somewhere. I don't know where it's at right now, but nah, yeah, Cincinnati's cool a good city too, dude. This is a. Uh, I like being from here because like Dayton is like right in the middle. I don't like being. Like living here sometimes is rough because we are like not as populated as other cities, so we don't get as many rotating crowds and stuff like that. We only have we have less clubs, less shows, so mm. it's we have to get out. But like forcing you to get out of your comfort zone and like go to all these other Cincy, Columbus, Indianapolis, Louisville. Mm-hmm. There's all these places within a few hours of here. Right. So this is a good jumping off point. And like over my my five years in this game, I've seen several of my friends start off here and then the good guys usually will take off and go to like texas or they go to new york or la so yeah i've seen it birth some really amazing people so i'm 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 happy in that way we have Chappelle here which doesn't help us but it's cool saying that <laughs> it's real fucking cool being like well the goat lives down he's, the street the goat baby <laughs> he's an authority on any of these fucking open micers or like feature acts around the club but um, it is cool having that here, and then he actually just bought Wiley's. Building. Yeah, we were talking about that. What's he doing? What's he going to do with it? We don't know exactly, and I think there's a lot of speculation right now. Everyone's just still happy that the current staff is working there and booking local comics, and we just want to still be part of the infrastructure. And we're hoping that next year that stays the same. But we, you know, you don't. We don't know if they have a bad year. You don't know what's going to happen. So it's always up in the air. But. I do know that he wants to keep Wiley's as it is because he's going to open his own club in Yellow Springs too. Ooh. But this is just another kind of venue for him. He just had Matt Rife come here. Do you guys know who that is? Yeah. He was yeah. doing the Funny Bone, and then he came to Wiley's because Dave wanted to see him. So that's and Dave came to Wiley's to see him. Yeah, that's oh, okay. what I heard. Dave actually, Dave Chappelle might be coming I, to I, our show tonight. I actually, met actually met Chappelle at Wiley's like a month ago for the first time I didn't what meet him fuck? but like he just like walked in the room and me and the other comics were like Phew. it was like yeah. starstruck we were like, like what the fuck that's the goat man that that, the I had goat. a camera I had my camera on I took it off and put it on the counter I was like I don't even want to yeah. you know what I mean and the manager was Eric she was even like hey don't no pictures tonight just cause Dave's here and I was like I'll fucking throw this thing on the street I don't yeah. give a just you know what I mean like yeah. I would never want to make him feel uncomfortable or anything but yeah, we were there for like 20 minutes, and uh, next thing you know, we just smell weed in the green room, <laughs> just like burning. Yeah, you can just smell it coming under the door. Yeah. Like they were 100 percent in there, uh, but he came for Tony Woods, so yeah. he came. Right. He came that's, to watch Tony. I met him. I was opening for Tony Woods in uh, Cincinnati at Go Bananas. And yeah, he came to see Tony. Dude, I'll tell you guys an embarrassing story about the first time I met Chappelle and the first time I met Tony Woods. Two of my heroes, actually, two people I really look up to in the game. So I'm at Wiley's, and uh, I'm watching Tony Woods. It's first show Friday night. And after the show, I was like, hey, man, I'm a photographer. I'm a comic, too. But I was like, you think I can just pull up tomorrow and just take some pics of you on stage, like, for free, and just, like, post them on social media? And he was like, oh, you're a photographer? He, it was the end of the show, so he was actually kind of plastered. Mm. And I didn't realize he was, like, a little, maybe a little drunk and high at the yeah. time. So he was like, you're a photographer? He was like, hey, man, Chappelle's mom is here. Won't you get a picture with us? And I didn't have my camera, but I was too scared to tell him I didn't have my camera. So I just pull out my iPhone and take a picture of Tony oh Woods God. and Chappelle's mom. And then they just start talking for like 20 minutes and just like, 
turn away from me. So I'm just standing there awkwardly, bro. And I just like ease out of the room. And then, <laughs> and then I come back the next night to take the pictures. Chappelle shows up and Erica's like, hey, we can't take pictures tonight. So it was just like a whole like, it was cool to meet him and everything. But it was like, for me, I was like, shit. I, feel, I just felt like super embarrassed that I had to take that picture, dude. Yeah. I was like so awkward. Like, you tell the camera, like, she's been here last night. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. You're a photographer? He's like, follow me. And I was like, not right now. I was like, I want to come tomorrow. He's like, no, no, no. Come on right now. I really want to get a picture with yeah. Dave's mom. And I was like, dude, I feel like a piece of shit right now. Like, this is bad. But I think I got a disposable camera in my car. <laughs> I can go get that. My camera was in my car. It was like 50 feet from the building, but I just couldn't. You know, I, I was starstruck. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I couldn't pull away from him. He, like, it's Tony Woods. Yeah. I was like, whatever you want, dude. Yeah, I'll take a picture with my iPhone. He's a good guy to work with, too. Like, he's, uh, I love, like, his speed on stage. Like, yes. He's never run man yes dude never in a rush not even getting on stage nah he's comfortable in the moment and uh i think when i worked with him like i was still kind of uh i felt like i was like infected by the speed of the open mics and like trying to get as much material out as possible yes i mean just naturally as a human being like i don't do very many things fast at all like i'm fairly deliberate like driving here i mean i drive like an old man yeah I'm, you follow suit, but, yeah. But I, I had, I had so much speed in my cadence, and watching Tony, I was like, man, it can be done, you know, without yes. rushing your way through it. So he's, he's a great example of uh, someone to watch that does it their own way. You know? Yeah, same for me. I think that like stretching your stuff out and like taking more time to care about and pull tags and pull mm. stuff out of the current stuff that you have matters more than trying to rush to the next joke. And just get all your stuff over with. Like, I've come to terms with the fact that like not every show I'm gonna do the show the same, and it's gonna I'm gonna get every punchline. I'm gonna get every. It's gonna be a little bit different. There are some variables, some things that we forget along the way, and little stuff like that. And I think that's fine because every show is different. Like, yeah. And once you get comfortable with that, it's it's just like I think it's part of the mix. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, yeah, some, there's some nights where you just don't know like what's gonna hit hard or when things are gonna start clicking or. Yeah, you could have shows the same night or even back-to-back nights. Like, same set will bomb, and then next night kills. Like, I know I did it the same way. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, well, maybe they weren't the same people. They weren't the, exactly, or they didn't trust you yet. Yeah. I have a lot of dicey stuff, and I come out, <laughs> I come out yeah, swinging right out of the gate, dude. No, no, we were, I, I, like, uh, Will's like, man, giant dark, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, that's a dating thing, though. Yeah, yeah, Dating yeah. comics are dark, man. We are, dude. My hands are sweating just thinking about it. Yeah, it's pretty like much, that. dude. It's like Dane comes the like, worst of the right. worst fucking stuff. <laughs> but it's like there was at one point, especially I when I was, yeah, dude. Like, when I was coming like, up in Dayton, what this guy Travis Charles kind of back yeah. in like five years ago, he started this thing called the most offensive show on earth. Right. So one I of the yeah, he's yeah. doing it at Wiley's next week, actually. Oh, so right. he's had it going, and then he's actually done it. At, now he's doing it at different Funny Bones across the country. He's did it at a, uh, Sandman's in West Virginia. So he is actually starting to pick up momentum four or five years later, which is awesome for him. But when he was first building this show and thinking of the idea, he booked me on one of the first ones. And I was like a year or two into comedy. So one of the first real shows I had to like write for was this thing. And some of the best stuff that I came up with was trying to be offensive. And it ended up showing me a way to like dance around things. And so I feel like 
I'm not always good at it, but I'm pretty good at like getting you on my side and saying one thing and then flipping it on its head with this dark bullshit. And I'm trying to make you agree with it, but I know that you don't want to and I don't want to. And that's the joke. It's like that awkward exchange between us. I don't know. I have my own style, I guess. You know, I like it. Like you did. Yeah. Like I remember I went to, it was a Sunday show in Dayton at Wiley's, which is always a great show. Yeah. And like all the dating comments would go there, and I just remember the whole night. I was like, Jesus, Jesus, that's dark. Like, God, yeah. Oh my God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys all right? Everybody all right? Yeah, dude. Everybody all right? <laughs> it's uh, dude. It's depressing. I don't know what it is, bro. And then when we go to other cities, though, like people show you respect. Like when you, I don't know. It's almost like. It's almost like we're like the Boston comics, and when we go to bigger cities, of yeah, of the Midwest, we're like the New Jersey of the Midwest or something like that. <laughs> we're like, you know, fucking real dirtbags. <laughs> you know, we're always trying to hurt someone's feelings because we don't have any stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it just is a dark place, dude. A lot of talent in Dayton, though. A lot of talented people, bro. So, like I said, so many of my friends I've seen take off from here, and then even now, some of my peers that I've like kind of came up with are really rising stars. So I'm a, I'm really blessed to be able to get on the stages with some of these people and to be able to work Wiley's and, and is, yeah, as weird as the scene is and as hard as it is to navigate sometimes, it's still really cool, man. I love it. Yeah. Fucking comedy's crazy, dude. And Wiley's, I mean, just the, the whole vibe of that place, the fact that it's like the oldest, you said on stage the oldest comedy club in the Midwest. In the Midwest, dude. Mm-hmm. It's almost a hundred yeah. years old. I knew, I knew it was very old, but like you can just, Yes, that's that's what Will and I were talking about last night. When you walk into a place like Wiley's or even the Caravan, it's like walking into like a museum or like a piece of history from like the '90s. You get to just the '80s, like late '80s, early '90s. That was the heyday, and now it's kind of like another boom, right? We're like getting into this other place where, especially in Texas and like fucking LA, New York, you're seeing these huge meccas kind of be built up and. Dude, you're talking about five hundred dollars seats to go see Joe Rogan's shows too. I was gonna, I was gonna, I got online to try to look, and it was like four ninety five for a ticket, and then they sold out immediately. Right, right, because there's a bigger market in Texas, right? There's just a bigger money down there. There's bigger stuff. We don't realize it because we're not there or whatever. But I think that, right, I just think that, (laughs) right, I don't have five hundred dollars to buy a Joe Rogan ticket. But uh, what I am going to do, though, I'm going down in June, and I'm going to go do Kill Tony. We're going to go to Austin for a oh, week. Really? Yeah, we're going to try to get on. We don't know. But then we're going to do the Creek in the Cave shows. They have like a sun, They have like a show every night there. That's so, great. yeah, I'm going to go down, try to be, try to get seen, dude, try to do some of my dark stuff on Kill Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll like them. They'll like it down they'll there. They'll for sure. That's what, I, that's what a lot of my friends tell me, too. They're like, dude, your stuff would kill in Texas. Like, that's like, because they're not very liberal. In what the, not Texas? The, or no, they are liberal. I don't know how to say it. I don't know anything about Austin. Politics. I feel like it's pretty. It's pretty liberal, but maybe the surrounding areas. It's probably, probably got to be a serious blend of folks with different. Yeah, different that's true too. Yeah. Maybe it's just a scene where they just trust comedy and they just let you get away with more stuff down there. You know what I mean? Because those guys, like, dude, they got to be. They got to be talking some shit. I would love to see one of those shows right now, dude. They're not being televised or anything. Uh-huh. Imagine what they're talking like down there. Yeah, they probably. Probably go pretty hard, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I like to. I just want to see it, man. I've never been to Texas, so um, I have Austin as my screensaver on my computer. That's how like serious oh, I am. You got, you got 
I really want to move. Oh, if it's your screensaver, yeah, you're serious. Take my kids. You got a vision board. Yeah, dude, I do. I have a vision board. I'm coming to Austin, baby. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to. I want to move there eventually. I think that that's where I'm going to end up just because that's like kind of like the Mecca right now. I'm not going to move my kids to L.A. There's no way I would ever do that or even like Chicago or. I mean, with people flocking out of L.A., Especially in our sphere and yeah. like with the entertainment industry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And that used to be what it was for. I, I wouldn't take my family there. No way, dude. Not happening. I won't even take them to visit California. I'm just not. <laughs> I'm not going. Literally. I cut it off our map. You can see, yeah, you can see the West Coast someday when we're like flying over to go to Alaska or something. <laughs> like, that's it. I'm not going out there, dude. It's too much, dude. It's too I don't want them to be exposed to like. Not yet, at least, to, like, all that, all the homelessness and just, it's just too much going on, dude. There's, like, a lot of gang violence. There's, like, hardly any police out there, so people are constantly getting mugged. And it, it's kind of like <laughs> the thing we were talking about earlier where, like, there's a certain level of, of, like, crime that they don't, the police don't care about. And and out there, there's so many people, that's, like, murder and robbery. They're like, dude, we have other bigger stuff to worry about right now. We can't really deal with this murder. They're like, dude, my wife's been shot. They're like, unfortunately, it's going to be three hours until the police yeah. can get there. It's like waiting for AAA. Yeah, dude. Can you change your own tire? Like, she's Sir, please put pressure on the wound. They like, tra- yeah. have to train you to be a paramedic over the phone. Yeah. Like, right. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I do want to see it though myself. Have either of you guys been to LA? Yeah, I've been to LA. You liked it? Yeah. yeah. The LA, I was there when I was 16. And I went to go see Kobe play when I was 16. I saw two games of Kobe play. And then I did like a tour of the city. And uh, it was good, man. I liked LA. I that mean, was 15 years ago. That's true. <laughs> Things are different. That's true. But it's like, it one, it seems like a dream world. It doesn't seem real. Yeah. You know, because it's so beautiful and yeah. stuff. And I was with my godmother, and uh, we stayed in Chinatown. And because uh, of the, I guess, the sleep schedule, she was like, hey, you want to go explore Chinatown? It was late at night. Must have smelled amazing. Yeah, she was like, do you want to explore Chinatown? And I was like, I don't know much, but I know that there's like Asian gangs, and I don't know how they're going to feel about just us just roaming around these streets right. at 2 in the morning. Yeah. 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 Just strangers See people floating on the rooftops and shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, like ninjas yeah. just come out and mug you and your grandma. Yeah, that's what I was scared of. Guys with magic like, powers. There's going to be a Yu-Gi-Oh, a Yu-Gi-Oh duel here. And He's like, somewhere. give me your bag full of rice. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck are you? Is this Tenchu? What are you talking about right now? That's a dated reference. You Brad knew. He's like, I had a PS1. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I do want to I do want to go see it though. I think that that would be really cool. Man, I just saw someone on Instagram the other day. They posted a video of them driving through the mountains in Wyoming. Holy shit, dude. I didn't even know places like that existed in America, bro. Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Something like that. It was just beautiful, dude. Just water and mountains for miles, snowy trees, but down on the bottom it was like warm and you can obviously be there but then you can see these snow peak mountains i want to go to a place like that too. a lot of those states that you never really actually want to visit like a, or that you never would live in yeah those are like the most like west virginia yeah a beautiful state yeah driving through there is very peaceful oh, it seems so like there's no towns so, you just, the mount like you just go there in the mountains it's, it's a beautiful state so many pretty yeah. maine is like that too maine is I'm a like, really pretty I'm state a fisherman, so I, mean, I almost wreck my car every time i'm in west virginia or north carolina Tennessee, like looking over. Oh, so just trying, trying to look to at the, the water yeah. down there. Like, uh, 
He's got John. He has John Denver on loop when he goes into West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I love me some uh, some outdoor stuff, man. I love hiking and just getting out there. It's the best, dude. Like something about nature, breathing in all those trees and all that extra oxygen, dude. It makes you feel special, bro. Yeah. Like you're connected to something deeper. And nah. Then, you know, you get away from your phone and Fuck your that. job and all that stuff for a while. No, man. I like the inner city. I like hearing people scream. I like blood curdling screams. People and can't hear you screaming in the woods, right? Yeah. <laughs> I want to yeah. see deer. I want to see rats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel at home unless I see roaches when I was playing. Come on, man. He's like, y'all don't have rats in this woods? Yeah, dude. What kind of fucking woods is this? Yeah, I've never really fished in a stream or anything like that. Like, you mean like fly fishing? I like actually, fish, but or just standing in the creek with the waders on? Standing in the creek and fishing. Usually a spinning rod, but I, I, I can fly fish, but when I do get the opportunity to fish, I'm not very good at fly fishing. So yeah. I, I don't know, I kind of take the easy way out and take the spinning rod like, and, and do it that way. I'm just not as good at fly fishing. Yeah, man, I don't know. I mean, do you like catch them and then you cook the fish and eat it too you do all of it yeah you don't you catch and release essentially yeah Yeah. is there laws against that kind of thing i don't even i mean you gotta you have to make sure that your fish is big enough to keep or like within there's a slot limit like where it can't be it has to be like basically in between you know 10 inches and 15 anything over 15 you gotta throw back anything under 10 you gotta throw back like sometimes there's slots sometimes it's just it has to be at least this big and then you can keep it now i heard that's because they don't repopulate as as fast as they used to because we overfish now like we are overfishing the ocean like crazy have you guys heard this oh yeah they oh, say within sure. 10 years we we could run out of fish well didn't like all the crab up in the bering sea like disappear this year no, just, we like, ate it there's no crab <laughs> no it's in the can at the kroger that's where yeah. the all the crab is dude yeah, that seems incredibly odd for the faucet just to turn off like that yeah you know? i mean it's like like oh you caught them all but we had a pretty good year last year, though. We had a pretty good year. Yeah. <laughs> like, the guys on Deadliest Catch are all, like, yeah. working at Denny's now. Yeah, <laughs> now they have to cook the crab cakes. Yeah, yeah they're, not, like, they're not fighting whales anymore. They're fighting, they're uh, bullshit fighting their wives. Short cooks, <laughs> yes. <laughs> short order cooks and shit. I can't eat this garbage. Oh, dude, that's crazy. I got a French toast coming up. She's a <laughs> she's a big one. <laughs> 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 uh, party of 20 that's a big storm coming boys <laughs> we, we better buckle down yeah, the dishes like a long shoreman just like pulling the rack out <laughs> the dishes down yeah. like damn you gotta stop breaking you got shit, sink yo. water on them <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew up. more like sailor language yeah. so I could riff right now <laughs> I don't know what to say the other people in the, the restaurant are like who's the guy always in the rain suit like, <laughs> <laughs> just, like rubber gloves pulled up to his elbow full fisherman like, gear dude that's our head chef actually <laughs> he had a cast of hair net on him <laughs> he brings his own fish we can't he won't leave actually he lives in the freezer he doesn't work here anymore he doesn't <laughs> even work here he just shows up every yeah. that's funny he didn't even hire that guy yeah. he just likes to work he loves yeah. fish <laughs> this is like a nightmare come true like the crabs there's like they should make a movie about the crabs called I Know What You Did Last Summer <laughs> yeah Died. <laughs> you died. And then there's the ghost of crabs just haunting fishermen. All right, yeah, this is a bad riff. 
<laughs> you know what? Well, you know, too deep. Just reel it back in. All right. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's why he's yeah. the headliner. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And that's Brad Laney, Wiley's Comedy Brad Club. Laney, Wiley's Comedy Club. You guys make sure to come see him next time yeah. he's in town. Both of these guys. You guys got some big stuff coming up. You're going to be opening for Josh Blue or featuring for Josh Blue coming up. Yeah. Uh, next week in Lexington. Yeah. We'll be back there at Comedy Off Broadway. It's uh, Comedy Off Broadway. It's, it's been a great place for me. I mean, it's like my. My home away from home. I mean, my, my home club is in Louisville at the Comedy Caravan, but over the years I've gotten to work just so many great shows there at Comedy Up Broadway. That's great. Uh, this week is going to be like that. Here's a lot of, like most of the shows are sell, sold out if they're not all sold out already. I've that. never been down, but I see uh, I see Lee Kimbrough playing there a lot, mm-hmm. and he's a very funny guy from Cincy. You guys probably know. Oh him. yeah, yeah he posted he's he's posted about it two or three times in the last. The year or so where he's played comedy off Broadway, he's been opening for Theo Vaughn there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. Lee Kimmel's very killer. funny. Yeah, he's dude, very he's funny. A killer. Yeah. Well, and you will. You're actually going to be opening for Big J Okerson, dude. Yeah. Tell next me week. a little bit about the story. We talked about it last night, but this actually is pretty big for you, right? Yeah. This is like it's. Uh, so Big J Okerson is the reason why I started comedy because, long story short, before I started comedy, I went to a show um, that he was the headliner, and he crushed it. And then after the show, he, uh, I got to talk to him, and I was telling him I was thinking about doing starting comedy, and he was like, you should just do it. Like, he was so sure and so confident that I should just do it, and like, what's the worst that could happen, that it made me confident of trying it. And so that next week, I went to my first open mic, which is at the, the Bargetown. It was called, a place called the Bargetown, and I did my first open mic there. And then um, I told myself, I was like, man, one day I think it would be cool if I could just, like, on my bucket list would be to open for Big J or work with Big J at, at some point. Checking the box next week. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, Yeah, like, it's like, there's, like, a few comedians that, like, I would, like, love to work with, and he's one of them for Dude, sure. Dude, I'm so. so happy for you, bro. Yeah, you definitely deserve it. You're a very funny guy, and I know over the last probably year or so, I think I met you at, like, the Mikes in Louisville yeah. maybe last year or something like that. Yeah. And um, a lot of people talked about you then, like, but now, even more so, the more I see you get on stage, dude, you're getting so much funnier. So you absolutely deserve it. It's not like uh, it's not coming out of nowhere. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that. it. Absolutely. Yeah. I've seen it for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're doing great, man. I'm so proud of you, bro. Seriously, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brad, yeah, Brad's uh, been bringing me on the road for, I don't know, how many years now? I, I mean, before all the lockdowns and everything. Yeah. And we've, we've done a lot of shows together. Had some... Had some Fun memories. Oh yeah. Shit that didn't go right. And, but it's know, cool though, just to see right. over time. It just it's cool to see myself. I feel like I have grown a lot. Like even when I think about all the old shows that we did and those things, I feel like I've grown a lot. And then I see how much further that I have to to go. But it's like yeah, I I feel more confident about that that I can continue to grow because I'm like I remember, you know, even a short time ago I was like, like I look at those old sets and it's well, I think I. Put you in a lot of awkward spots. So you That's a good thing, though. You got to get tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tough. You do, dude. Yeah. It's, it's good to have a mentor, too, and have some, like, an older comic who's been doing this for a while bring you on the road. Much, much older. You, much older. Show you the <laughs> Ten times your age. Uh, at least three times your age. Uh, I'm so I'm so young. I'm so young. Uh, I'm so young that Brad's young. That's how, and he's a lot older. Your comic brings you on stage. Uh, <laughs> No, but yeah, it's it's nice to have to have that man because uh, 
there's no like ropes course or like there's no like books to this. There's no like right. I don't know. There's no tutorial to look up online. I tried, trust me, no. for years. You know, and you just had to make friends, and you had to like yeah. You, you have to make friends, and you have to be funny, dude. You have to actually be funny. That's yeah. part of it. Yeah, do your job. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, yes. You know. Be respectful of the club. The, the best thing comics. is experience. I think it's just experience, and then like you said, having people in your corner that have experience and that are veterans, you can say, hey, you know, try this or don't try this or, yes. you know, whatever. So like those two things. In you. Yeah, like you said, you can't look, you can't, I don't, I mean, you can't look it up. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I had to do shows and bomb and then yes. figure out why I bombed, you yes. know, that kind of thing. And those are the tough ones too, like watching your tape back. Ooh. I almost deleted my set last night and I was like, I don't think so. I'm going to see where that shooter joke went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Man, why didn't they like that? So I was dressed nice, and they didn't expect me to say it. They were like, "Who is this guy?" They were like, "He doesn't even work here." Uh, right after the bit about my baby. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. They should have put the two together. It's like it's my loss, not yours. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you you got to learn though. Uh, it's also different too. Sweet switching from feature to host. You got to dial it back. You got to rewrite your stuff a little bit. You got to try to be a little more friendly. Try to be. It's not like. And Will said this to me last night, and it made a lot of sense, and it made me take a lot of pressure off myself. When you're hosting, you're not trying to kill. That's not what you're there for. You're there to get the crowd riled up, excited for the feature act, get them excited for the headliner, let them know what's coming up, tell them to get the fuck out at the end. Like That is your job. Yeah. That is it. You get have five, five things to do, and one of them is not one of them is to make the crowd laugh. Right? It's not. And that's why you see yeah. a lot of guys that aren't great on stage like aren't hilarious but they have a decent act you see them get a lot of hosting work because also it's people don't want to follow like a hilarious it's not it's hard to follow a hilarious person i i hear a lot of horror stories about like super funny comics um well that's why i bring will yeah, no. The smart, yeah. see, look, the He's smart like, comics. Well, yeah, word today. Look, the smart comics. They want the show to be better, but some people they, um, I don't know who's advising them. I don't know how this this goes on, but I I had a comic tell me one time, like I had a, so I was doing a feature weekend. I won't say where, but uh, I uh, I had bombed the first show. I did not do good, and the headliner crushed. Then the Friday show came. And I crushed the first show and the second show. And both shows, the headliner bombed. And so afterwards, the headliner was like, hey, why don't you just not do that again tomorrow night? And I was like, what's that? Oh, is it being serious? I was like, what's that? (laughs) And they were like, why don't you just dial it back a little bit, kind of like you did on Thursday? And I was like, I don't think that's really fair to say. And they were like, well, hey, I just don't think I'm going to do as well if you bring that material. So why don't you just like kind of dial it back? And I've heard other comics had people say, like, I, I have a friend, I won't say who, had a comic when they were working in Cincinnati at Go Bananas. They were featuring, and they were like, hey, uh, don't do any crowd work. And that's, like, what my friend is known for. That's, mm-hmm. like, what this guy, I'll tell you guys after who it is. And they're like, don't do any crowd work. And they were like, what? He was like, why? Like, why can't I? He was like, no, absolutely not. So then he didn't do crowd work, and he killed. And he was like, hey, I don't want you to do those bits when you come back. <laughs> It's horrible, dude. Like some people are just like they're just non-professional about it, and they just don't want you going up there taking their shine. Or like a lot of comics don't want you uh, saying the f word before them either. Yeah, that's I mean, that, that, when I was coming up. I mean, that was like just kind of understood. I mean, it was like I mean, that was like almost like a hard and fast rule. Like when I first I started in two thousand four, and uh, like it, 
Like that was sort of an understood thing. Like I tried not to do that. Like when I was hosting, like, like first starting out hosting, and and also the the crowd work thing. Like when I was hosting and, and featuring a lot, like I my sort of default mode was don't open that box. If the headliner wants to open that box, let him do it. But uh, as I go on, you know, headlining more shows, if the people in front of me, if they open up the crowd, like if you're not able to be in that moment and go with that wave, if it happens, then that's kind of on you. Yeah. You know, it's like, it like you should be able to do this. I mean, I I I I guess I get like if someone's like preparing for a special or something like that, and like man, I really got to try to iron these words out or whatever. That makes or, sense. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Um, you know. Personal, yeah. If you personal really, thing that they're working on, like, right? Whatever they Is it twenty nine? It's been okay. past twenty nine. I, I forgot. Oh to really? Set it. I forgot to say how long. How long passed? Oh, probably a lot. It's a lot actually. A lot actually. Yeah, I, did, I looked at it because I was like, "Damn, it should have went off." And then it, oh, it was like ten minutes over. Okay, yeah. those cameras haven't even been on for like ten minutes, so it's just my phone right now. Those cameras only record for thirty, so we're audio only right now. Uh, but <laughs> that's all right. We really appreciate you guys for watching the Morning Woods podcast. Thanks so much, uh, Brad and Will. Thank you guys for being here. Yeah. I uh, I looking forward to working with you guys tonight. Yeah, man. It's really yeah. a shame because I thought I was looking my best the last 10 minutes. Yeah, you're looking good. Yeah, dude. Man. For the first looking, 30 minutes, though, you guys are very yeah, regal. Yeah, you're looking really good at the end. I got more handsome as the time went on. Yeah. 100%. For the last, like, 9, 10 minutes, you've been gorgeous. Uh, <laughs> well, a good-looking man. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Go follow Will McKenzie online and go follow Brad Lanning online. You guys can find them at uh, the Will Dill. Is that what it is yeah. on Instagram? And yeah. And Brad, at Brad Lanning? Uh, yeah, Brad Lanning. I don't, I'm not sure what the Instagram Go to patreon.com slash Johnny Woods comedy. Also go to really dumb media.com. You guys listen to the podcast. You guys can look at other stuff on there. Book me.